This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So what if you could buy a classic value stock right now? I know that the fangs are dominating. They're hitting new highs yet again, the Amazons and um, alphabets of the world breaking out. So all the focus is on the growth stocks again. But classic value never goes out of style. That's why we call it classic, right? But I know you're wondering what is classic value. We haven't talked about it in a in a while on the podcast here. So I thought I'd cover it again. And um, it's always a good metric for value investors to use. It's the much more narrow type of screen, though, because classic value has four components. At least those are the ones I use. You could use even more than that. And then I put the Zach's rank on it, too. So it's a very narrow screen because not all value stocks can be the classics. So what does it mean? I'll go over the four components and we'll see kind of how it all fits together. But the first one is, of course, the PE. So we always look for that low PE ratio, the price to earnings, and I keep it under 15. Some people might keep it under 10 on the lower end. That's really cheap. Or they might keep it a little bit higher because of the valuations of the market. They might keep it under 20. But I like to use 15. I've always used 15, even when the market overall was much cheaper. And I still am using it even with these valuations. So I look for 15, but you can use whatever you want, obviously. But we're going to go with 15 for the purposes of our screen. Then I look at the price to book. Of course, that would be in a classic value type of screen, that metric. And I've always looked for the PB to be under three. But again, I know some people want to put it a little bit tighter and they'll look for under two even. So you could do that. It's just going to give you a much more narrow screen. But I keep it under three because I feel that that is still giving me some value. And then the third criteria is the price to sales. Now, I've talked in the past about how the price to sales ratio is really kind of the secret, one of the secret weapons. I guess I have more than one, but that is one of them that a lot of people don't screen for, but is really effective at finding value stocks. And the price to sales I look for is under one. And what that means is that if you have, say, a 0.7 price to sales ratio, that means you're only paying 70 cents for every dollar of the sales. So that's a pretty good deal. I'm basically getting the sales on sale. I'm getting them at a reduced cost. I'm paying less for that revenue than what the revenue is worth. So that's where the value comes in. So I, tr I look for it under the one. And then um, the other secret weapon that I, I do like to use, so there's two really. Um, the second one is the peg ratio, and that's the PE combined with the growth. And that is rare in value stocks, but that's also why we find it in the classic value definition. So we're going to get a little bit of growth component there. And I look for the ratio to be under one there as well. So it's pretty easy to remember the price to sales is under one, the peg is under one. And both of those are kind of the secret weapon of the value investor. So those are the four basic value criteria. So we had PE under 15, price to book under three, 
price to sales under one and the peg under one. And then I threw in the Zach's rank. I threw in the number one strong buys or the number two buys. And I knew that would make it very narrow because just the number ones and number twos combined are only about, oh, about 600 or so companies. So adding those on top of these four criteria and having all of it match this criteria is going to be pretty narrow. So I ran the screen and I got 26 stocks. So that wasn't too bad. I thought I might get only like a dozen or so, but I got 26. Again, to tell you how narrow the screen is, Zach's covers about 4,400 stocks with the Zach's rank. So um, we're getting 26 out of the 4,400 here <laughs> actually qualify with the great Zach's rank, which should mean rising earnings estimates and then all these classic valuation metrics. So what were some of the interesting names out of those 26? Um, of course, I narrowed it down to the five, as we always do. And it is an interesting mix. Some I've talked about before, but several I have not. So a couple I've seen stock pullbacks, which again, usually means that things come within our wheelhouse here as value investors. So they get a little cheaper and then suddenly they're available to us on our screens. So um, let me go through the stocks and you can see you know, just how cheap they are here because they do fit all these metrics. So the first company is BP, British Petroleum. The ticker is BP. This is one of the big mega cap, big oil plays. It's British. As you recall, it was involved in the Gulf of Mexico disaster there with the drilling rig. And so I know some people might avoid it for that reason. But a lot of the big oil companies are actually pretty cheap right now. Those earnings estimates are rising and people are kind of ignoring the oil companies again here in 2018. So they have a P.E. of just 14.7. Their peg is 0.8. So we have that good metric. The price to sales is just 0.5. And it has a price to book ratio of 1.3. This is a Zach's rank number two on this one. As I said, they're a big mega cap. They have 132 billion market cap. And they pay that juicy dividend of about 6% yield. So really great dividend. They never cut it even when they were paying fines and various things from the Gulf disaster. And they didn't cut it when oil prices uh, plunged down the last couple of years. So BP still rewarding those shareholders for hanging in there with that dividend. The second stock is also one that's kind of out of favor right now. And it's Cigna. The ticker is CI. This is the big healthcare um, company, $39 billion market cap. It was in the news just recently because they announced they're going to acquire Express Scripts, which is the U.S.'s number one pharmacy benefits manager. So we're seeing this with a lot of these companies now with the CVS, Aetna deal, and now the Cigna with Express Scripts. The shares kind of have sold off here, so that's why it's cheaper than ever. The P.E. is 12.9. The PEG is just one, so right at our level. The price to sales is also just right under our level at 0.98. So it's just, just clearing the classic value fundamental there. And the price to book is also just right on the classic value at three. And this was a Zach's rank number two buy. It has a little bit of dividend, but almost nothing. And it's paying just 0.02% right now. I think it's 10 cents for the year. 
So you're not really getting much of a dividend. You know, they're not rewarding you that way. But if you're interested in the healthcare area, there's a lot of competition now and a lot of things going on there. And there's the possibility of Amazon getting in there. And then you have Berkshire Hathaway and those guys, you know, looking into what kind of plays they could do on health health insurance and just drugs and healthcare in general. Then this is one, you know, to keep on your list, I would say. Okay, moving on to a home builder. Of course, you knew there had to be one of those on here because they've been cheap for a while and certainly since they started selling off at the beginning of this year. So the one that fits all the classic value criteria is Meritage Homes. This is a ticker MTH. This is a small cap, so it's not one of the big players. It has a market cap of just $1.9 billion, and it does not pay a dividend. But here's the really cheap metrics here. The PE is just 9. Its PEG is 0.7. Price to sales is 0.6 and price to book is 1.2. It has a Zach's rank of number two. And like I said, these shares have pulled back on worries about the rising mortgage rates. Will people continue to buy homes? All of that. We haven't seen any impact yet on the new home sales really over the rising rates. But a lot of the buyers right now in this early spring market were already locked in to lower mortgage rates. You know, you can lock for several months as long as you're out there looking around and you're basically got the lock in while you're looking. It's still competitive out there. Inventory is really low and the home builders really aren't building um, enough homes to meet the demand right now. But uh, investors have fled these stocks. That's why it's a classic value. And uh, moving on. So number four is more industrial manufacturing. It's Oshkosh. And that ticker is OSK. So they make the specialty trucks, including fire and emergency vehicles. They do a lot on the defense side. They do make some commercial vehicles like concrete mixers. I like these kind of companies. They're up in Wisconsin. They were founded in 1917, so this is their 101-year anniversary. I like companies that have been around like forever, basically, and still doing their thing um, with these kinds of trucks. So pretty cheap metrics here. Again, classic value. They're a mid-cap company with a market cap of $5.9 billion. Their PE is 15, so right it's barely qualifying, but it's right there. PEG is 0.85. Price to sales is 0.8. Price to book is 2.6. And they're also a Zach's rank number two. They pay a dividend yielding 1.2%, as you might expect from um, a more you know manufacturing company that's this old. They're kind of the old school and they pay the dividends. So you're getting, you know, a little bit of reward for being in these shares. And again, it has all the classic valuations there. And then our fifth stock is one I know I've never covered before. Um, kind of uh, showing up on the value screens for the first time, and that is Rheology Holdings. Its ticker is RLGY, and most of you know it better by the franchises it owns. So this is a real estate franchising company that owns Century 21, Coldwell Banker, Sotheby's, Better Homes and Gardens. So if you sold your house or your condo or your townhouse with, you know, Century 21 as your agent, that's who you use. You use Rheology Holdings. And they have all the cheap fundamentals, like all these stocks. Their PE is 14. Their PEG is just 0.7. Price to sales is 0.6. Price to book is just 1.4. And they're also a rank number two. 
Uh, this is a mid-cap company, $3.5 billion market cap, and it also pays a dividend, yielding 1.4%. That's not too bad. Uh, shares have plunged. They plunged They plunged last November. Uh, I don't know what went on there. That might have been an earnings report of some sort or something, something kind of nasty because you can see the big uh, down red line there in November. And they're, they're down about 2% over the last year, which is why we're getting these valuations now. Um, but it's cheap, like I said. So this is another one to keep on your watch list. So these are just five of the names out of those 26. A couple of the others were also energy stocks. And then a bunch of the airlines are also showing up in there. The airlines have been cheap for a while now, but they're always kind of on the cheap side with valuations. So they always show up in the value screens. It's just the nature of that industry. But many of the cheap stocks that we saw from earlier in this year remain cheap. And then the sell-off in February, some have not recovered from that sell-off. So those remain cheap as well. But remember to do your homework before buying any stock because with these classic value stocks, that's all I was really looking at was the classic value fundamentals here. So you need to dig a little bit deeper and see what's really going on in those conference calls and what the analysts may be saying about their business. And these stocks, remember, may be in areas you really don't want to be in. I know people are fleeing the home builder stocks. I fled one out of the value investor portfolio. We owned um, one of them in there throughout all of last year, and it soared, of course. And so I fled out of there. I do own Beezer Homes in the Insider Trader now because the insiders were jumping in there because the shares have sold off. And Business is, you know, still good. So the insiders are kind of uh, perplexed at why everybody's running away. But you, we know why, because those rates are spooking everybody. So being in value stocks and especially classic value stocks where all these metrics are really cheap means that, um, you know, we're buying stocks that are ignored by Wall Street and other investors. They're completely out of favor. So it takes some guts to look at these industries and sectors you know, not many people are buying the big oil stocks here. They've rebounded a little bit off of their prior oil lows, but now they've sold off again. They're not that great of a place to be in the last couple of years. So investors get real annoyed. They lose patience real fast. So that's why these take some guts to get into. So, you know, there are value stocks out there. As I said, this is a very narrow screen with great fundamentals. So all the classic value fundamentals plus the Zach's rank of ones and twos, which are the strong buys and buys, and we're still able to find 26 stocks. So use that Zach's rank to separate out, you know, the cheap stocks from the quality cheap stocks. Look for those rising earnings estimates in addition to the cheapness, um, although looking for the peg helps us get that growth component too. But combining it with the Zach's rank, we're really going to see hopefully some rising earning estimates there and then the cheapness. So really use that Zach's rank. It's a good tool to use. Most people don't realize that it can really help you screen when you're doing these screens, especially as a value investor. So use SX rank and get that edge. So let's recap the stocks again that are classic values. So these have all four components of the low PE, 
the low price to book under three, the price to sales under one, and the peg under one, and then I added on the Zach's rank of one or twos. So they are um, BP again, which is ticker BP, Cigna, CI, Meritage Homes, MTH, Oshkosh, which is O-S-K, and Rheology, which is R-L-G-Y. And always be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We have our own standalone show over there, the Value Investor Podcast. It's going strong, and I know a lot of you are subscribing. So if you like what we're doing here, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts about this podcast so other people know what you're getting when you sign up here and as always of course you can always subscribe on soundcloud as well but we're under the zach's market edge logo over there so find us under zach's market edge on soundcloud or find us under the value investor podcast on apple on itunes and i'll see you again next time